that was really underwhelming. Wow. That crispy, though. That was pretty good. Crispy. That's a heart attack on a tray, you guys. Soda chunk. <laughs> it's delicious caffeine. Got my cranberry ginger ale. I got my coffee. All of the sugar and caffeine to keep me alive. Your organs are thanking you right now. I can hear them. <laughs> oh, wait, that might be screaming. <laughs> trying to jump out of my body <laughs> give us another host i've been there everything is bad <laughs> oh my god <laughs> hey everybody <laughs> the title of app everything is bad <laughs> Yeah, but that is good. Goodbye. At the and everything. end, everything's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Why pretend at this point? You know. Oh my god. Why? What facade do we have left to keep up? I was out with our friend Donna this morning, oh, brunching. Right. We like a weekend brunch, yeah. and then a, a twelve hundred thousand step death hike, and then right. I come back here. Uh, but it's just keeping me from in my obese phase not a morbidly obese like that's what it's doing so it's good sweatpants yeah. really are the only thing that fits me right now <laughs> I swear to god these are like yoga pregnancy pants or I have like one pair of pants that I've worn throughout all of quarantine for like special occasions and uh they're not doing well it's bad <laughs> things are bad things are bad um <laughs> We may be in a human dip right now. Just all of humanity is just in a slight dip. <laughs> I would say, I definitely say it's God just saying, what was it? My, at the beginning of the pandemic, my mom was like, you know, it's just God's way or Mother Nature's way of saying we all need to go back to our rooms and think about what we've done. Like, I think it's, a little, it? I think it's a little more morbid than that, Maureen. But, you know, love your live, laugh, love mentality. Why not? I mean, I definitely did some thinking. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too much time. Yeah. I definitely yeah. took a bad dip in April. And yeah. then I've been sort of staggering upstream since then. But when the next one hits, who knows what's going to happen, Nancy? How far upstream can you really swim? Uh-huh. I don't know. How I was... far will I be sucked? Yeah, right back into that black hole. Into the swamp. Mm -hmm. I was talking to a friend of mine and she was saying like she's found and talking to people either right at the beginning of lockdown, people were freaking out, having a bad time, like within those first couple months or people adjusted. And then later on, things started to get sort of real and bad for them. Yeah. Sounds like you're in the first camp. I was definitely more in the second camp. And it wasn't until um, we actually went back to work after our break that things really started to, like, fall apart. Like, like before the, that. The August break, you mean? That, the July that break, coming back in oh, August. Oh, the July. Exactly. <laughs> I've yeah. forgotten what month that was, but I know what you're I, talking about. It doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. 20 till we're not going to remember when happened, what, who, yeah. where, why. That was when the longevity and, like, this sort of idea that, like, maybe this is more permanent than I, I, I thought, like I understood on a, on a sort of logical level, but then it actually like sinking into having meaning and, and what that would look like. Um, yeah, has really been a wild journey for the past couple months. I think it's very challenging for everyone. Just different, different levels, but it's, it, it is kind of, not nice to know we're all in this together, but like everyone for at least working class people like, and it's people who maybe never even dreamed of like, you know, not hitting their work as hard as they could or like not going to work. Mm -hmm. It, it mm -hmm. couldn't. Yeah. But it's also made us appreciate people who have no choice but to go to work. Yes. I think that wasn't thought of as much before about, you know, how certain people in these jobs are not necessarily very appreciated or paid. Yeah. Even though they're they're yes. essential by definition, right? I mean, we haven't fixed it all for sure, but I do think it's like this whole thing did start a real social justice push. 
it really did. It gives people time to really think, to, yeah. to reflect and start seeing that some stuff is shitty. It's just been, uh, yeah, a really radical time um, that I think will forever change the course of, of how we live our lives. So thinking about the podcast, can I say something? Please. When I had the idea to start this show, I thought it would be 12 episodes. Just 12 episodes. That's it. It's going to be done. And we've done four seasons. So that's over. I'd say we're well over 50 episodes because there was some bonuses here and there. I am so I'm thrilled. Like I am. So we've had ups, we've had downs, but I'm so thrilled and I'm so proud of the product, which oh, will I'm now so live glad. forever. You I'm know what really I mean? Like it's still going to be there. Yeah. 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 It's, it's one of the, the things that I am most thankful for. And I'm so thankful for you asking me to join you in this. And, and it's been, yeah, a roller coaster, but um, I've learned a lot about, you and movies and myself and technically like recording a podcast editing in on an audio medium um it's been yeah three years that we've been doing this four for you um and i think you should be very proud of what you've created oh thank you so i was so happy with it and uh you know we are gonna this is going to be our little uh, series finale where we go through a few of our very favorite episodes of the last three with a little bit of four seasons mm-hmm. uh, that we've had. But, um, you know, I, I want everybody to know that this is, you know, that all, all ideas have to come to a logical conclusion. And this is a, four, I think a four year series is very that's commendable to me. With it this kind of absolutely is. You know, pop sugar stuff that we did that was that yeah. was delightful for me. I'm very interested in starting new and different projects. A lot of them will be in a medium that I am not as used to because theater is on hold. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, this has been, you know, my first experience with audio was when I started mixing I had some very uh, complex effects that I wanted to do in my 20s for shows that I was directing and that's how I started getting the sound mixing and that's what gave me the confidence to think maybe I could produce a podcast maybe I could it was still a lot you know more than what I'd done before but I'm so glad that we did start doing it and that I could learn this because really the only way i really learn things is to just get in and try to do it trial and error and that's the the best way to i think for creatives like us to just go try it and it's been a huge learning curve i mean some some of those first episodes that i edited and i was listening back to a few i was like oh how far you've come sir oh you (laughs) (laughs) if only i could re-edit those no but it's, um, yeah, and and again, I'm very grateful for you to to you for giving me that the opportunity to take you know a few bonuses on it first, see how that would go, and then main episodes and learn a whole new skill that I um, I'm, I'm very grateful to to know how to do. Yeah, and you're actually really good at it. We should talk a bit about. I mean, people don't really get the producing side, I don't think, and. It's it's a whole other part of this that just sort of yeah. goes quiet, like you don't yeah. think about it when you're listening to it. But it is it's work. Yeah, it can be a lot of work, especially when there's some kind of flaw that happens in the recording. You want to save the episode. That's hours of work. Yes, that Game of Thrones episode was. Oh shit! Yeah, just <laughs> I, guess I was just grinding my teeth for four days while I was. Yeah, and yeah. It wasn't the perfect sound because it couldn't be, but it was you salvaged it so that Did it what, could be yeah. heard. Yeah, well, we could. And there, yeah. there's been episodes that you know you've had the same thing where either the audio just goes entirely wonky, one of the mics, oops, isn't on. Yeah, <laughs> or dies. Or dies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it, when when I have friends who have podcasts and I talk to them and most of them do not edit their own podcasts. 
which uh, I think is a testament to the fact that we have, you know, this is a a, a, a two person operation, and uh, it's uh, it's a lot of work, but it's it's been very fulfilling and uh, and very proud of of the. Yeah, and it's just been fun. Like, you know, uh, also our friendship growing through doing the yes. podcast, I think has been. Yeah. I think we got to know each other better. Yeah. Oh I, yeah, definitely. Cause before that we had worked. Oh yeah. No, we did. We've was, done the show. Surplus humans was before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then I think this just deepened our bond, which I'm yeah. very, very happy yeah. for. Should we get into our countdown? We have get into it. 10 top 10 miss mojo counts down (laughs) (laughs) hi everybody are you ready to count down everything while i spoil it all in the clips i'm going to show you off the top of this let's go don't forget to hit the bell all those they some of those channel titles are so intriguing i'm like oh yeah like top 10 times charlie saren was a complete bitch (laughs) i absolutely want to tune in for that while i'm making my breakfast but then her voice yeah, it's just it, the whole channel's a bit vapid, but a bit. It sucks me in every two or three months when I forget how bad it actually is. Any channel that makes us look deep has a problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah All right, you guys, let's get started. Okay, so I started at number ten. I picked a, a little montage of season one, which was myself and my former co-host, Bunny Sunnydale. It was a season of old girly girl talks, as in we're too old, but we're talking like 12-year-old uh, girls. So it was a great time. So what I'm throwing together for you, and I mean, she she was great. She was totally inexperienced with a putt. She was not, she's not a performer, but she is because you talk to she she's yeah. a, a hidden stand-up comic sure is, yeah is there and i also thought she had a very listenable voice yes which helps um but i just threw together a couple of my favorites our sailor moon spectacular that episode is so good our <laughs> our star wars life day christmas <laughs> holiday spectacular episode <laughs> Uh, and um there's a, a little touch of our 80s uh, sci-fi does the 80s yeah because yeah. we talked about such great classics as mac and me the real the ones that that won't you know will never fade from memory except for everybody but ours right we'll never make the highbrow but us lowbrows will <laughs> hold it in our hearts for all eternity <laughs> let's hear a bit of bunny and myself Hold on. We can't start the show yet. Something doesn't feel right. I feel like I'm awakening to a past life that I've forgotten. We were girl soldiers. Pretty soldiers. Each protected by a planet. Is that cat making eye contact with me? And now we're back to protect the future. A new millennium? A neo-silver millennium. On the popular parallax Sailor Moon Spectacular! Chewbacca's flipping his shit because he has got to get home for Life Life Day. Day. It's Life Day dinner. It's a big deal. Han Solo's like, shut the fuck up. I'll get you there. It's fine. (laughs) That is, that's the story. 90 minutes. Um, Will Chewbacca make it home in time for Christmas dinner? (laughs) 90 minutes of Star Wars. Star Wars. Well, I think they're supposed to be climbers. Like they have big claws and shit. Yeah, but like the... Period, like the, the how did the guards get yeah, up there? Oh like, my god, it's such like, a, it's a what is Han Solo just piggyback up fucking Chewbacca's back? Oh, here's a gem I read reading about this Christmas <laughs> special. The reason he knows everybody there and he knows their kid and everything. George <laughs> Lucas said Han Solo's actually married to a Wookiee, but we can't get into that because it'd be controversial. Yeah, George, it would be controversial. He'd be married to a dog. 
Yeah. And I mean, these are these tall, skinny. Their skin looks like it looks like throw up come to life. (laughs) Like they're so just ugly to look at. Just like you do. You got a little boy. His family moved to California, and then somehow they get caught up with these aliens. Yeah, the little boy, since he can't ride a bike, he probably like leaves Elliot, a trail of fries. They they put him <laughs> in a wheelchair, so it's a little boy in a wheelchair just to make it extra touching. Yep. And the th- shit they put this kid in the wheelchair <laughs> through is beyond. That's he falls funny. off a cliff in the wheelchair. That's he like gets. Ru- he rolls through traffic. Like there's no there's no making the wheelchair <laughs> there's no making the wheelchair fly because they do not have the money for that. But they can push they somebody into traffic and throws it off a cliff. <laughs> so the alien can like save him from drowning. Girls, girls, girls. You got legends, you got Joan Rivers, you got Lucille Ball, you got Bunny and Jerica. Hall of Fame, baby. Oh, you it's dumb so bitches. <laughs> but the rants that you two would go on in that were so fucking funny. Like that that first movie's I'll Be Watching in Hell, I was pissing myself laughing. It was so funny. And that was, you know, when you asked me to come on board, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, this is what I'm getting into. This is fucking great. And like you, you guys had set up something so wonderful. <laughs> Number nine. Now, I chose this one, The Magic of Disney, which was one of your earlier episodes. Yeah, and it was. When you suggested Disney, I was like, oh, okay, let's do this. And then I really got into um, all this, these fascinating similarities and themes I saw in these Disney movies and how, like, quality a lot of the, especially, I mean, of course, I went for the old school ones, but again, yeah. the new ones as well have and that unexpectedly turned into a very fascinating episode yeah yeah i i I definitely didn't expect the conversation to go where it went and this was i think pre us sitting down and actually planning like segments back when we would just go and just verbal diarrhea for three hours and then try and slice together an hour of uh, something tolerable but it was, um, I really enjoyed listening back to that. And I thought that there was a lot of great stuff that came out of that episode. So, no, I'm, I was very happy when you, uh, when you told me you picked that one. They are not afraid to go into the darker and more negative aspects of Disney as a person. Yeah. Whereas I find when Disney tries to do it, say, for example, in like a Saving Mr. Banks kind of movie that mm-hmm. was intriguing... But it came off like propaganda for Disney as well, even though it was charming, like it was very well done. But Disney in it is like the greatest guy in the world. Tom, they're like, who's everybody love? Tom Hanks. Let's get him. He's totally charming. And you don't get even a shadow of that other side. And there was another side. There's a weirdo who's like completely like paranoid about communists and all of this weird stuff. I mean, just appropriated and was. I'm not sure about the oh appropriation. I mean, he just wanted America to stay the same. Like, he wanted it to stay white and male Mm -hmm. with women in there, but as in their place. Mm -hmm. And that's why the movies did stay that way. And as political things changed in the world, they had less luck Mm -hmm. pushing that shit on people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's... It's very interesting. It is. And it's one thing to to look at these movies that... That, as I said at the beginning of the episode, like, did really shape how I viewed the world in a lot of ways. But then to know where they came from and who is behind them, the company behind them. Like these are really important things to look at. So it's not just this blanket. Disney's yeah. amazing. Disney's great because there's a lot of things about Disney that are great. Yes. But there's a lot of, there's things always a flip are... side. New year, new me, this thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, mean, I love this episode. <laughs> these movies, the fly, Altered uh, states. states. Thank you to help with my uh, memory. I don't know what else I, or who else with I could talk about altered states. <laughs> that was my one opportunity. I have been introduced to some things thanks to this podcast that I will never forget and never forgive you for. But <laughs> this was, I think, I think really the topping on this hell cake. <laughs> 
of things that I watched that I never asked for, but I'm just so happy to have seen. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Goldblum being the sexiest he's ever been, and also William Hurt being the sexiest he's ever been. I'm going to climb out of this tunnel and become the most terrifying medium-sized ape you have ever seen. (laughs) They're like, that was disappointing. <laughs> that was a letdown. But altered states. Go on some drugs. You watch your beautiful wife turn into sand and then fly away. That's what I'm talking about. That's the sci-fi that we are here for. Damn right. And this good sci-fi. You know, we want groundbreaking. <laughs> take me away. Kind of like Jesus, take the wheel. It was, I can't recommend it enough. Bloody diarrhea juice that yeah. they pour your blood into, and then they're yeah. like, "Cheers, yum, thanks for that." Yeah, drink up. Yes, white man, you can. There's <laughs> little some problems there too, but it's fine. It's he fine. Calls them you know, it's Indians fine. And it's himself fine. a gringo. I was like, oh boy. Well, I also like the like. Of course, a, a white man can sit on our ceremony. <laughs> right. That's cool. And I was like, wow, that was easy. Maybe he paid them a lot of money. I don't know. Oh, maybe yeah. But I was just like, what? Can anyone uh, do this? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, just like some guy. He's like, I'm a doctor. They're like, oh, in that case. Come Please, on. <laughs> come into our cave. Yeah, Partake. Like, you will see a crack. And then you will see a hole. And through this hole will come your unborn soul. And he's like, cool. <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah, red man. <laughs> I have a trap. Sticking it to the man. <laughs> yes. So he has a real bad trip. Real bad trip. <laughs> What are you talking about? It was fine. <laughs> he He's was like, I seeing my wife in a Victorian dress, and then we, we blow up our na- we're naked again. Yeah, because why the... wouldn't we be? And then we blow away in the wind. Yeah, they they like get covered in sand, and then turn to sand, and then yeah. they get blown away. And it's actually ice cream. It's pretty cool. All right, the next one is one of yours. Christmas catastrophes. Now, this was, I think, the first one. Where we didn't actually talk about movies. It was just us talking about Christmas and like holidays and shooting the shit. Yes. It was also in that early, we had a bit more structure to it, but I did re-listen to it. And it's just, I, I think one of my, well, definitely one of my favorite episodes. That's why I fucking picked it, Alexander. Nancy, come on! No, my name's Alexander. Let's we'll let it. We'll let it fly. Us really, just two gals, Gavin, and and we did that really fun photo shoot as well with the cookies and that Christmas tree in your blender, and just talking about my drunk mother and Christmas and me drunk on Christmas and all of our crazy beautiful holiday experiences. And it's I, it, it, it's just such a joy to listen to. It's wonderful. I had to actually listen to it. I forgot which one it was. I was like, Christmas catastrophe. So I remember, I, and I had a, a positive response when you said that, but then I thought, I can't remember the specifics. Yeah. So yeah. I went back and listened to it. I was like, oh my God, this was a clusterfuck of <laughs> gossip with two X's. Like just... <laughs> So tell me this, Nancy. Okay. If you had just one wish this Christmas, what would it be? I want my virginity back. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. I'm I think you can have that procedure done over the weekend. Let's <laughs> get my butthole tied up. <laughs> Sew it up. up, up. Uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> um, make sure to play this with your family over the holidays. I will. And, you know, as you say, you ask for your virginity back. I want, I'm going to have some... What is that? Some lovely music rolling in. Oh, thanks. It's probably David Bowie and Bing Crosby because I can <sighs> never say no. Yeah. I pray my wish <laughs> will come true. Something like that. But thank you. Thank you for the underscore. You're welcome. If you could have one Christmas wish this season, what would you have? What would you ask for? I would wish for all the children of the world to join hands and sing in harmony. If I could have just two wishes this Christmas, I would wish for all the children of the world to join hands and sing in harmony and for new anal beats. (laughs) 
at least your priorities are straight. You know, you got the children first. Yeah. Children before anal beans. That's yeah. what I always say. <laughs> that 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 Joe uh, that credit should go to Steve Martin. Oh, thank you, Steve. Yeah, that's an old Saturday Night Live skit that I'm very fond of. Oh, God bless. Yeah. You want a holiday classes walk that watch The Jerk? Yeah, yes. such a good fucking movie. <laughs> Don't think about the kind of man Steve Martin is. Just no, no, get no. into the movie. No, no, no. Don't worry about Separate it. Separate the art from the artist. Don't worry Just about it. Just Don't worry about it. Let it wash over you. That's how I have to get half my art now is they can separate the art from the artist. It turns out a lot of them real dicks. You know, men are the worst. <laughs> oh. If I could have just three wishes <laughs> this Christmas. Children scene, harmony my holding hands. Anyway, any peace. Get rid of all men. <laughs> Where are you gonna put them? I don't know. I'm not, I didn't That's say. Not I didn't say hurt them. No. I just said I don't want them. I'll I'll Around give you a break, here. Nance. I'll say straight men. Oh, that's but kind you know of, but I you don't, don't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's up. I know. Yeah, I know where I'm at. You know. Like the best. Like we start on like drag queens because that was the year of the rupaul horrifying christmas special and we were like what did i just fucking see right and then and the medium named chad chad who helped me come out of the closet oh chad surfer chad yeah that was some good tea just coming all the way down you want to hear trauma Let's get into it, sweetie. Yeah, by T, I mean trauma. <laughs> trauma with capital T. Yeah, yeah. That was a wonderful... It filled, filled me with the holiday spirit. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> Number five. Batman. This episode, I think... I picked as one of my favorites because... I had always really revered Batman and to break it down and actually look at some of the shittier aspects of the Batman <laughs> franchises and universes. And I was that I think the the talking about the Joel Schumacher of it all was the yeah. most fun. We had a re- like really great conversation about the Tim Burton, the original, how good it was, but actually getting into the fucking neon garbage mess of those two middle movies was the Val Kilmer mm. oh. fever dream of that third movie. Val so Kilmer good. George. Oh God. The two, the two best Batman. We didn't deserve them. I don't know what the production designer was doing. You've got this neon, neon glow in the dark, just everywhere. like insane clown posse. Yeah. That's exactly Realness. what it is. Like yeah. it's, it's. I feel like he was like trying to make a music video or something. Like I, I, a toy commercial. Like he's was, just, he's just yeah, trying to exactly sell toys. Like is. and they've got yeah. these, especially in Batman and Robin, like all these stupid fucking. And you know what? Five year, five to eight year olds like, probably loved it. Oh, I, I was, I was uh, eight at the time. I when I first saw it, I was like, this is so cool. They're like skating down <laughs> you a dinosaur. Were eight when this came out. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 12 now. <laughs> it, You're and so and they're like they, on on these hoverboards like it's uh, so it's, dumb. Oh, oh, okay, so Batman Forever, it's the it, color palette is insane. The the it's just like Nicole I I've nothing good. She's doing her best. Myself. Like no, it's not her best. No, she it's well, not her best. In she's 1995 also, with a director that's giving her they're nothing. All phoning it in. She's just like wearing a lingerie for two hours. She at least looks excited like, to be there. Val Kilmer looks like he forgot <laughs> this was happening today. He's maybe improvising his lines. Yeah. It has not aged well. I'm only hoping the new Robert Pattinson Robert can live up to it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm dark, I'm edgy. Let's take I'm, it back. I might be a vampire. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Twin Batman didn't take himself so seriously, all right? You know? The nipples. Do you think it's just that they just keep trying to dig for something new and they're like hitting cement? Because I feel like that, like it's like I'm gonna take it over here, and it keeps being like, okay, but this is kind of more the same. It's like we got to get grittier every time. Every time it's got to get exactly. darker and more. Yeah. Like I'm gonna snap a guy's neck. You're like, what? Yeah. 
Like, I, I fully think we're going to see Robert Pattinson, like, pull some guy's tongue fully out of his mouth. And just, just for the sake of being like, look how fucking. Yeah, we get it. Okay. He's tortured. He's a sad man. Give me some, give me some print soundtrack, or give me some really shitty ninety aesthetics. Like, let's let's bring it on back to you. Was that when you you found? Because I blocked those movies out, and you found that song. Gotham City. That was my favorite part of the whole. Like, because you just—it was one of those things. Like, you described it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I looked it up, and I was like, "This is better than I could have ever." fantasized about how you're talking about right like that kind of like choral isn't it r kelly and it's like oh yes come on into gotham and it's like this like this choir like gospel choir (laughs) like what is happening i forgot it was r kelly oh my god yeah that's the icing on the cake right there (laughs) do you have your passport (laughs) do you have your shots So many beautiful things. Oh, See, really? shared, discovered. Oh my gosh, Nancy found this this clip of R. Kelly singing a song about we should. I mean, I watched Surviving R. Kelly. I don't know why the fuck I'm laughing, <laughs> but I'm a sick individual. God, but he's singing time. at a concert, and what is he? He says, "Do you have your passport?" And Do it's you have like, your shots? <laughs> Would you like to come back with Rob to America? And the concert's oh. in Ethiopia. And I'm America. watching this, and I'm like, Alex, that's a joke. Yeah, like, this yeah. is a joke. Something Somebody's dumped, dumped it in, and it's really good. And you were like, oh, okay. And then you came back to me, and you were like, bitch, that wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since, we've been repeating, do you have your passport? <laughs> do you have your shots? Batman was fun. <laughs> I love Batman. Gotham Sooner. I will. T- <laughs> I was. The other way. This is typical. I was out with our friend Don in the supermodel. And he was saying like, you know, I was trying to think of like, it was this thing where you try to think of like, what superhero you would be the most like, like, would you like Spider-Man? He's like, of course I'd be Batman, but he's <laughs> dead serious. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Well, don't all men really think they're Batman? I I, I, I think, think they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one they they want to be. I think most of all, because no one picks like what the Flash or like Green Lantern. Like I think it's Batman and Superman. Yeah, like, that's, okay. true. that's true. Yeah, the gnarly '90s slash tacular. I loved this episode. Two '90s horror classics. Scream and the Blair Witch Project couldn't be more different, yet somehow very easily slot into the same the same stream. Absolutely, yeah, it was surprising. Nineties vibe and how they were both subversions or uh, different takes on what most horror movies had been up until that point. Like, definitely, Scream is so self aware, and that is what elevates it and still makes it like. A classic. Like it's it's still so watchable. I was really surprised rewatching it for that episode. Like, oh, this is still really fucking good. Yeah, this is awesome. Putting yeah. Drew Barrymore at the head of like your marketing campaign and killing her in the first five minutes, iconic. Iconic. And then you got Blair Witch. The actors really great on you until about halfway through the movie, and then it's pretty fucking scary. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, Lillard. I what love, a weirdo! I love that guy. He's a, he is, and he is a good actor. He and is a that good I've seen actor. Since, he's a he's a good actor, and he goes in at the end. <laughs> the like he goes, <laughs> and he goes completely bananas, and you're just like yipes because it's, it's funny, but you're terrified because he's bleeding out. Yeah, it's he's like a Jim like, Carrey level of ridiculousness, but he's like, I'm going all into this, and Ski can't match it. No, he can just be scary, and he is. Yeah. 
But this guy, and it again hits me as tragic, because obviously he's a sociopath, but he's also this kid who just was talked into whatever because he has he has no feelings, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, somebody called Lillard and went, you know that goofy kid that you play all the time? Yeah. You're going to do that, but he's a full psychopath. And he went, what time? Great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Do I have to bring my own catering? Can I? I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. Sign me up. That, that I think, too, it's, it's that kind of movie... You know, weirdly, Back to the Future was like this, where it's such a fucking shock. Yeah. Like, you have, there's yeah. no buildup, you have no idea what it is, and then you go in, and it, like, knocks your socks off. And I think that becomes ingrained into the lore of the movie, was that initial, like, wave of surprise and delight of this weird Absolutely. thing. Nobody knows what it is, and then you're like, oh my god, this is like a mini little masterpiece. Well, and that it was marketed like a documentary, like it wasn't, yes. and it was the first, one of the first of its kind to really do that. Um, and it was genius, brilliant. It made, took like $10 to make and made fucking millions. Like it was a real game changer and also just a delight. If you haven't seen the second Blair Witch Project. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. So number four, that was one of yours as well. Gone camping. Have you ever wanted to be gay? I just wanted to be gay. I didn't until I did. And this movie fully made me. I was like, if I didn't want to be gay, or this episode, I was like, I'd want to be gay after this episode. Oh, it's yeah. It was just the, like, usually in, in the episodes that we do, there'd be one movie that was either hard to watch or difficult to talk about because it just wasn't good. Or like, you know, there 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 sometimes there would be that something thrown in the mix, but this one, well, no, there was female trouble. That was pretty rough. <laughs> you see, you bought that. I told you what I wanted, and you got me! Good girls don't wish I could hear. Young people, and myself included, because I'm young. I get hard. I'm fresh. Uh, may fondly remember that little skit when John Waters showed up on RuPaul's Drag Race. Season seven. And man. Kennedy Davenport and Katya immortalized themselves, paying tribute to our first film. Yes. Female Trouble. Female Trouble. My <sighs> mind <laughs> goes fondly to that skit now because that thing is like a little tyke storybook compared to the film yeah. that I have just watched. Yes, it's... It's... It, it, I, I don't know how to... How to uh, there's no genre for it other than it's camp. Like, it's... Yeah. It's, it's, this is one... I mean, the, not to throw this up, this is almost sliding into kitsch in a way that I'm not sure it's going to age through the ages... Yeah, maybe not. But elements of it are going to be camp for all time. Yes, I laughed out loud many times. Me too. I screamed, and it's... what? Many times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, hey. Oh, it's oh, it's good to laugh. That's, yeah. yeah, right. I mean, I can never get enough graphic shit stains. You know what I mean? Like, no. that's what I'm living for. I just want more skid marks. Yeah. In the movie. But like watching. deep and dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, God. I did block that out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Right. <laughs> what, we did Female Trouble. Female Trouble, Pris um, Priscilla, Hedwig, and Paris is Burning. Light watching Hedwig again. That oh. one just hit me so much more emotionally than it had in the past. Yeah, as yeah. a younger person, I was and like, the, "Yeah, it's rock and roll." Uh, and then when I watched it this time, I was like, "Oh my god, this is stunning!" It's really an incredible piece of work. Like, and I had that conversation we have about like the artist's journey that is, yeah, so much more relatable now that we're a bit older and have been through some of the, you know, nothing as intense as what Hedwig went through, but like. You can just recognize it more, and it's it's a beautiful journey that this this person goes through. And yeah, John Cameron Mitchell, what a genius! He he really made something that's gonna last the ages. Like some of those movies, I don't think will be in the Criterion collection, but I think Hedwig is just 
masterful. Like, yeah, it's I agree. Beautiful, beautiful piece of art. Yeah, that was the one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All of them were fun, but that one was the one for me. Yeah. I mean, Paris, we'd, we'd both seen before, and that's also a staple that will be around forever. But yeah, Hedwig was the one that I ended up watching like three times um, in the span of a couple weeks just because it was something unlike A, what I remembered it to be, and B, I can recall ever seeing. Like, it's just so different and so unique and so... Um, brave in its ability and its want to stand alone and and not be like anything else it's just there's there's these scenes that just will always stand in my head like when he's got his head in the oven and the camera and the whole oven just like turns and these shots that are just beautiful it's yeah beautiful check it out my fantasy episode tng make it so we're talking about star trek the next generation yes for for five hours that could have gone on all day yeah we had to physically stop it yeah yeah i put a sock in his mouth put a sock in my mouth (laughs) and hit stop that was so much fun to hear you two just like go off and it was like two it was like a really great chess game between two like really good players. You both knew your shit and were kind of like throwing shit back and forth. And like Donner knew the title to every episode ever. Like that was, that was great. Wild. You were such a wonderful moderator too. You're so, so much patient with these old nerdy assholes. Just talking <laughs> about this bullshit. No, it like, was so much fun. Okay, Grandma and Grandpa. Now let's go back to the main topic. <laughs> okay, like, no, to I want to talk about Tasha Yar some more. And you're like, okay, oh my God. Because you're both so witty and smart. And then you've got this dumbass in the back. <laughs> Just I think I think it made for a really good <laughs> sort of stew Star Trek yeah. extravagant. And I'm going to play a little clip. It was one of my favorite parts. We discovered Donna's uh, secret, or maybe not so secret, loathing of one of their greatest episodes ever, <laughs> Darmark. <laughs> so there are ones that I like, don't like as much. No, this I, has to be the worst. Oh, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> and I'm so not in the majority on this one, but I can't stand Darmunk. We were going to talk about this! <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, I just couldn't. Darmark, that's so funny to I me. <laughs> I know, look. And this is about like I think a like, renowned episode. I think like, like university God. courses I've been taught on. Yeah. Like, like it's like that level. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do it. I'm like, no, this is dumb. Did you know they were at Tanagra? I did. Yeah. I heard that <laughs> a, a few times. <laughs> they repeat the same <laughs> words yeah. through the whole episode like, because the captain gets trapped on a planet with a, an alien captain. Picard doesn't know, and the captain knows, is the other captain, is that there's this monster they're going to have to like kill. An invisible together. monster. An invisible monster. Oh my god. I think it's a masterpiece. Okay, so you but, do like it. But some of us don't like emotional struggle. It's not that. <laughs> that's not right. an emotional that's struggle. Right. I thought it was a dark page. But, um, <laughs> fuck off. You don't yeah. transport someone <laughs> another cap- without their consent and then True. start speaking this random language to them that... So why, why do you like it? I think why I... are you wrong? Is it number nine or number two? Or I think we're going forward number and two. Ooh, What did I say last time? Eight? <laughs> eight. I have um, autism six. and astigmatism <laughs> and arrhythmia. <laughs> So that last one was, didn't I say number three? I thought I said three. You said eight. I said eight, but it's fine. Three and eight are very similar numbers. That's the thing. You just gotta you gotta take a bite out of each little circle and you make three. You make a three. So this is number two. There we go. This is number two. Or nine. (laughs) Or what would it be? Starting all over again. G maybe. (laughs) Dance, 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 dance. God, this was actually on my list too. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. This, bit, a, oh. this was a funny episode, man. Yeah. Holy shit, this is funny to me. Because these movies are so stupid. <laughs> some brilliant movies in there. And I mean, again, like, let me just tell you, you return the favor to me. 
center stage. Center stage. The center stage. Where I was just like, didn't ask for this, didn't want it. I don't know what this is. I'm horrified. But that's fine. <laughs> it's like, no, and I'll never forget it. It's in there now. Forever, forever and ever and ever. Forever. Forever. Yeah. But that yeah. yeah, that was an experience. I was <laughs> like, okay, bitch. Yeah, the the wonderful insults you had for every aspect of that movie <laughs> truly floored me. It you it was a thesaurus of just hatred that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> this movie <laughs> I had never I'm seen so before. But I was very, I was interested to see it because I feel like I just um, avoided it all these years. Uh-huh. And look what I was avoiding. <laughs> That's been waiting for you. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Uh, just oh my God. delicatessen. Just, just delicious mm, filmmaking. Just the... uh, it, there's just something undeniably enjoyable about it for me. <laughs> Is like, there? oh my God. <laughs> So when the year it came out, my sister got this movie for Christmas. Okay. And so we watched it one night, and I was like, "Oh, okay." You were like, right. "Like that dance was a lot." Gay, of, the soundtrack's great. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell it's trading out because they just love those hot girls. <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack's amazing, and then every night for the next week, she was like, "We're watching Center Stage," and I was, I was like. Oh, Sarah, like, I want to watch Daredevil. Like, come on. <laughs> Secretly like, inside, I was like, yeah, 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 put it on, put it on, put it on. <laughs> press play, press play. Pinnacle dance. <laughs> it is dancing. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most enjoyment I had, was that a lot of the, not all of the dancing, but most of the dancing yeah. was good because what they did, well, maybe you'd like to start. You go ahead. It's... Well, we're talking about Miss Center Stage. Lestage Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Fine for men's attention. <laughs> That's the only thing that matters. I'm a star now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was stupid. It was very, it's a very stupid movie. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was really something. But it, it's a huge movie. So now I've seen it. It's again Criterion Collection. It's oh. yeah. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, sure. you've got Casablanca, and then you've got Gone with the Wind, and then you've got Center Stage, and it's right next uh, to dancers, Alien. acting. Oh, so well. Best they can yeah. with the best dialogue available. And that's what makes it like, ah. <laughs> the really good writing, the really good writing. I'm all splotchy. You didn't have the feet. I don't have the heart. Oh. So I'm going to go watch that. That's a classic. And I think I returned the favor to you with White Nights. <laughs> you were like, the fuck is this? <laughs> I love a Lionel Richie ballet uh, pile of garbage on fire. Like, that's good stuff. It's, it's great. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's something that, it's one of those movies where it isn't until the end that everything kind of fits together. So it's, it's a wild watch at parts. And I'm like, what is happening? What am I watching? Mikhail is actually a better actor than most of the actors in center stage. Like he does, he, he does a pretty good job because he's playing himself. But, but I think it was the, the scene where he's dancing for Helen Mirren. That is, and I was like, Oh damn. Yeah. It's, it's, it just became about so much more than I thought. Like there's, there's everything he feels about his like defecting and then having to be back in Russia comes out in this like crazy, beautiful dance that made me just weep for his knees. It was, it's, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> my favorite bits of that one. They said, are they crashing in a cheesecake factory? <laughs> With everything just flying. Like, Sir, you one... have to sit down. <laughs> There's a like... side table just <laughs> made out of wood. <laughs> the cart just from hell that comes down. And don't they show a reaction out of him like, <gasps> like... <laughs> that's the way to start a movie. Oh, yeah. That's how you start a movie. Right? Yeah. <laughs> just shoving your passport in the toilet and you've got. <laughs> 
hysterical stewardesses trying to <laughs> strap like, you. Like, remember the end of Catch Me If You Can? We're going to start with that. <laughs> like, it's like criminally cramming your shit into the toilet and then diving down it if you can. <laughs> Going you all know, the way. Try. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And finally. 10 slash 1 slash 8 slash first. We did a, a, a montage of all of our movies we're watching in hell. My first pick is one that when I when I emailed Jerrica, I was like, here's my picks. And I was like, oh, this is good. This is so good. This movie <laughs> fucking sucks. And then immediately he was like, no, wait, now I have to rewatch it. <laughs> And I regretted it so hard. And I actually thought about changing it because I was like, I don't want to watch this movie again. I really don't. But that's the point! <laughs> like, looking at it that way. And I, oh no, it's not. Like, like, by the end, you're just like, this is complete horseshit. But I, there was like, I thought the Dracula guy was kind of good. Really? I hate him. I fucking <laughs> well, I just hate him. I've he... never seen a Dracula so terrible. <laughs> he ever. reminded me of like Bella Lugosi. No! Like, my <laughs> god no! That's the craziest thing you've ever said. He was terrible. Maybe I might have been on drugs when I saw yeah. him. Yeah. It's so, no, it's yeah, bad. Why don't you use some real cats instead of He's horrifyingly animated Lion King bullshit cats. Yeah. They come like, up oh, and kiss her on the mouth. Lion King 2020 starring Beyonce. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, it fucking breathes on her. Then I'll, oh, it's just... And it's, oh my God, and Hallie acting like a cat again. I was going up my own butt. Like, I was just like, like I some can't. bad theater school, like, project. It's... <laughs> Oh, she's, she's oh. sitting on her bed eating just like tons of cans of tuna and then she hisses at a dog and it's like, whoa, subtle. Like, the, really? She's a full on cat? <laughs> she's a like, cat. She's just a literal. Oh, what a so... perfect idea. I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> I hate everything. everything about this. When she punches through the glass coffin, she uses, she uses her, her robot her hand. Robot bionic hand. Which I'm pretty sure when she's not wearing it is literally a rubber glove. Oh, like probably. that's all they oh, could yeah. afford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. over her normal. But arm. it shows yeah. like into a fist. You see her she... get the idea and like closes it and then just punches through the glass. In the face area. Yeah. I was just like, is Do that... it a bit lower. Be like, hey girl, move over. <laughs> like protect your eyes. Maybe she thought she was gonna be dead. But also had a shovel that she just used to dig that fucking hole. Just use that. Sh- no, the bionic hand. She used Gotta her, have that. She used her hand. Oh, you think so? She just. <laughs> yeah. Just while well, one's a real hand, but one was just like. Blah, 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 just <laughs> digging her shit up. <laughs> That's the scene I want to see. I know that. That's that dark. is a lot, and I mean, it, they tried to show the agony and stuff, but also they're like, "We got to move this along." We don't have a lot of time. He's like, yeah. "Okay, okay uh, cry a little faster, just be sad." Whoa, I've got to save this DNA and make a clone. Guy, gotta help me make a clone, man. Come on, like uh, him and his you got friend. A <laughs> no, William, it's your choice. <laughs> so good, oh. like. It, <laughs> this is awful, but yet I really enjoyed it. This came to me via Bunny Sunnydale okay. saying this is a great, terrible yeah. movie. And it was, yeah. but I'm afraid I liked it a little more than I should <laughs> because it was so nerdy and so stupid. Yes. That sex scene is... <laughs> it's iconic. <laughs> it really is. There's this waterfall that they're having sex under... And then she starts just flopping like a fucking fish against the water, and the water is pouring onto her face. I'm just trying to picture like, her. That can't be what... comfortable at all. No, there's no way there's any actual, sorry, penetration happening there. She's up it... too high. <laughs> Again, up it's this chest. problem we've talked about before where they don't know where the guy's dick is. Oh, no. <laughs> Bar none, hands down, my favorite episode each season to do. It was our Christmas. It, was, it really was. It was, <laughs> it, was the, it was the franchise of the podcast. Yeah. Movies we'll be watching in hell. By the end, it kind of became, what can I subject Jerrica to? Oh, yeah. That she will never forgive me for. Die. Yeah. <laughs> Almost die. Just trying to get through. Is there a pinnacle movie you will be watching in hell? Like a, a one, one that's sort of taken the cake? Probably Wild West. 
That might be. Well, I mean, forgot about that. That was this year too. Yeah. Broad Street is easier to ignore and meet to go to a quiet place in my head, whereas the Wild West, it's it's horrifying. It's unrelenting. Can't get away. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. Oh God, it's so bad, and I regret so much picking that because it was (laughs) such a chore to read. Taking that to the grave. Yeah. I I could have I could have done without. I don't know what I was thinking. It was, it was so... a wonderful choice, and I love that there are these recurring people in our movies from hell. And unfortunately, one of them is Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, another one was Hugh Jackman. He showed up in a couple of yes movies from hell in the past. Like these are people who say yes, like <laughs> just like what time? Mm-hmm. No need to I read the find... script. I'm no. gonna be there. Yeah. I... I'm just going to sign a five movie deal. You just throw whatever at me. You know, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Van Helsing. Yeah, sure. No, looks good. It's fine. Yeah. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we did. Oh, maybe we, we talked about that in another one. Cause we definitely talked about Van Helsing and Bunny and I also talked about uh, swordfish, which is this oh, God awful yeah. computer thing. I and it was get us Hugh Jackman's like, I'm a hacker. And you're like, you're a Backstreet Boy. Like he had like frosted tips. And it, he's just, you just say yes. You yeah. just say yes. Yeah. Just when Halle Berry's there, you say yes. She has also made several appearances. Catwoman. Several appearances. Yeah. Catwoman. Uh, That's, see, that one's up there. That was, that was also. That uh, one is up there. Terrible. Yeah, that was a good pick. That was a good pick. I would say for me, um, yeah, I think Wild West. Oh, God. <laughs> that thing stinks like last week's garbage. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, Replicas was pretty bad. But I was like, actually, no, no, it had really enjoyable moments. It was just a, a poorly executed movie, but like yeah. fun moments. It didn't pan out. It didn't pan out. But it, I, I find it was out. harmless compared to. Yeah. Something like Wild West. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Or uh, Showgirls. Yeah. I'm no, see, yeah. Yeah, I know. See, that's a special one in your heart. Yeah. I get it. I get yeah, it. I know. And actually, I read an interview recently, maybe about a month ago, with the woman who played Molly, who was the, the best oh, friend, friend. Yes. of, um, and that was very interesting to read because she was like i'm glad people enjoy it as a cult classic and i wish i could view it that way but filming that rape scene was one of the worst experiences of my life yeah good i'm glad you didn't let it off the hook yeah yeah that was a mistake yeah that was a mistake because we might not even be talking about it the same way if that wasn't there no no i think it would it does have that cloud over it because it could it could be this beautiful shitty gem that yeah. we have and then it just takes it way way over the limit yeah it's so ugly and so dark and still and plus the insult of being so poorly performed do you know what i mean like yep. like lightly almost yeah because usually for me kyle mclaughlin can save anything and uh <laughs> sure. he, he doesn't he doesn't no one can do on the other hand let's pop that in right now you know what i'm talking about pop it in any day that'll see that's something to look forward to the new um very serious dune i was excited and then i watched the trailer (laughs) put your hand in the box i was like well at least they have the box but where are the pugs alex where are the pugs (laughs) where are the pugs if you can't have that but Papa, I'm playing with my Poppy. Like, I want that. <laughs> but that's just the old one. So I understand they couldn't do that, but I wish there was something He's just gonna a have little like pet funny. Or something. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's very serious. It's going to take... Well, you know, it's Denis Villeneuve, so you know, yeah, it's going yeah, to it's gonna be. be very self, self-serious self and righteous. I'll, I will oh, definitely... I will yeah. definitely see it. Old Dune is... There's a there's a classic that I I enjoy that's actually a pile of garbage. But you can't I can't not like it. I know it's because it's also camp. Yeah. It's very camp. Oh, yes. Well, what did you you called it a space disco and you were a hundred percent correct. That's exactly, exactly what it is. It is. Yeah. 
<laughs> Do you love Patrick Stewart fighting in a 3D Tron box? You do. You're gonna love to. And Sting. Mm. Sting being like the a snack actor, but nobody cares because he's not wearing any clothes. Yeah. So you're not gonna pay attention to the very poorly delivered two lines that comes. Oh my god. <laughs> You're watching that and going, okay, I can see why Lynch switched to David Bowie. Bowie's Olivier next to this guy. Let's try... Yeah. A different the beefcake. <laughs> Let's try the space zombie. That was another one. I, I never would have seen The Hunger if it weren't for you, which is such a good movie. That was, I uh, really like that. What was that? That was the vampire show. Was that These Vampires are Making Me Gay? Yes, it was. So that it was. was. That first was the first episode. episode. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interview and that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that was a really good movie. They're yeah. both really good movies. Mm-hmm. We'll always have movies we'll be watching in hell. Oh, yeah. It's beauty Hollywood, baby. They keep saying yes and green lighting. Where's my green light? <laughs> Is there anything yeah. upcoming you're looking forward to TV or movie wise besides June? I feel like um, COVID has like completely blocked a lot of movies that were supposed to come out this year or like maybe oh. we're slated to. Um, there's a movie called Promising Young Woman that I've been watching the trailer for like since it came out. And I cannot wait for that. It's Carrie Mulligan. Uh, it's also got like Bo Burnham and Alison Brie and... Um, molly shannon it looks great um another one is a movie called zola did you ever there's this like twitter thread and it starts out (laughs) with like do you want to hear about how me and this bitch fell out it's kind of a long story but it's full of suspense and it's about these two girls who meet one night at hooters and then they go to florida on like a, tr- a stripping trip to like go to different clubs and make money. And then like <laughs> it just goes on this like full fear and loathing, like descent into like madness. And they um, it's wild. The the Twitter thread is wild. Um, And they made a movie of it. And I look very forward to seeing that. Have to, is there a trailer yet or anything? Or is it just it's in a the teaser? Works? It's very, very small. That um, sounds like I might enjoy that. I'll send you the the Twitter thread. It's pretty <laughs> fucked. <laughs> and and since then she's been like, yeah, it's not all like true because the other girl <laughs> that it's about, she like posted her picture, and she was like, that's not how it fucking happened. She's like, yeah, I elaborated, you know, like, of course. <laughs> no, I took some drugs, and that's yeah. why I saw. <laughs> those are what? Yeah, I'd say those are my top two. What I'm really looking forward to, but who knows when they'll come out? Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. What about you? Like, it just hurts. One of the first things that got my attention for like months, even then, I'm not even that excited about it. But I was like, oh, I'll actually watch this. Um, Mandalorian season two coming out very soon. So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Hopefully they don't muck it up because yeah. the first season was so good. Yeah. But I'm hoping it can continue to be entertaining. Yeah. That's really. That's about it. Else going on? I, like it's interesting seeing how filming is picking up for some things and like things are starting to go back into production so we'll see at like what rate yeah people are willing to like just put movies on streaming platforms or like just put them out on pay-per-view instead of like having a theatrical release (laughs) winding up winding down we're about to wind wind down yeah for the final time for the final the last the final goodbye that was it it's not, I mean, well, it's not our final goodbye. No, this is it. This, it has to this is yeah. it. We're never speaking again. I but just quit the job. <laughs> I'm <laughs> leaving my number. I'm leaving Toronto. Fair enough. So, this is the end of time. <laughs> no, this is our last show. I just wanted to say thank you once again no. for uh, for coming on this show. And I, I loved having you on this show. You were so much fun and really funny. To have uh, to have it on the show. Thank you, and right back at you, and thank you, additionally for your patience with me, your understanding, your ability to put up with me. It's been um, much. Oh, I think it, it went both ways. It went both <laughs> ways. So 
<laughs> no worries. We're on equal footing. <laughs> That's no problem. Thank you. And uh, I, uh, yes, I will. I will definitely be back in another format in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will still uh, maybe put a little update on our uh, our Instagram. Perfect. And and my own, so that people know they can uh, they can follow me. They can keep following our, this if you want to. Um, and keep in mind that this show will be still available to listen to. Yeah. Basically for all time because yeah. it's up there. Feel free to go back and listen to the, any of the old episodes we mentioned or ones that you miss. Go back, re-listen to your favorite ones. Fall asleep to us, screaming into your ears. It's the dulcet tones of Nancy it's, and Jerrica. It's not ASMR, but it's <laughs> it's just as enjoyable. Yes, and calming for sure. We have very <laughs> yeah. calming presences of back padding <laughs> and makeup brushing. <laughs> Get into it. That's my next project right there. Just rubbing a rubbing a brush over the microphone. Just for an hour. That's the whole, you know, I would probably make a lot of money doing that. You probably Way would. More yeah. Than this. Oh, yeah. Get on Twitch or those live streams, get people to donate to you. Absolutely. Well, you've given me a lot to think about. <laughs> That's all I try to do. Well, thank you. And to our listeners, thank you. Signing off for the last time, Captain Nancy says, stay gay. Just be gay. Just be gay. <laughs> Be gay, be a big, giant bitch. It's one or the other. You can't have it both ways. Take care of yourselves, everybody. Bye. Bye. Popular Parallax has been hosted by Andrea Little as Bunny Sunnydale, Alexander Plouffe as Captain Nancy, and Anne Meehan as Jerrica Lala. All episodes produced by Anne Meehan and Alexander Plouffe. Theme song by Ken Chamberlain. For updates on upcoming projects, follow Popular Parallax or Ms. Anne Meehan. That's M-S-A-N-N-E-M-E-I- G-H-A-N on Instagram or Twitter. And thanks for listening.